Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 234. Now with 50% more freckle power. My name is Josh Canal. To my left, Nellie Thomas. The freckle supplier. Bless you. And have- to my right, Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. I've always been a fan of Nellie's freckle. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, it, was all, it was all so nice. Did we have to start in the gutter? It's one thing to get there, no, Brett. I'm talking about your lollies. Oh, God. If you thought your views on sport were going to send the comments berserk, I think mentioning my freckle really might draw a few comments. Especially in the presence of Muslims. <laughs> we're, talking about, we're talking about chocolate little discs with hundreds and thousands of Brett. them. Brett. Don't act all naive. I'm innocent. You were being lewd. Uh, you are a bad man, Brett Cropley. What's on your T-shirt today? What have you got? It's Bulldogs? the uh, Community Cup. Community Cup T-shirt. From what, what uh, year? T-shirt from last year. Right. 2009. Good one. <laughs> For those uh, who aren't listening at the time that we're recording this. Yes, thanks, Josh. Well, there are some, there are some people <laughs> who listen. Every Actually, week. Every week there are people who still download episodes from 2005. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, they're people who did back catalogue. Yeah, we know. Okay. So if they're, if they're listening I've played, in 2005, every community cup they're going to think it's 2005. 2005. So, okay, so. boys, let's let's, let's yeah. But play the nice. T-shirt is from 2009. It's it's an 09 community Just cup, which have brings a look me at the video podcast. There You'll is, see which, exactly what uh, that's for. Uh, uh, there is uh, no video podcast, uh, and Nelly got into trouble. There's two things that you I need know to what, mention Nelly? here. One, you I know got what, into trouble. I got into trouble. Friends have an issue from a dear dear friend. Who spent some time trying to find the video podcast? It's right there on the site, boxcutters.net. Let us say vlog. definitively, once and for all, there is no freaking video podcast. Bless you, Nelly Thomas. Oh, I've tried to stay out of this little debate, but when I start getting in trouble from my nearest and dearest because they have wasted time on the interweb trying to find the video podcast, it's, they, it's not on. Does your nearest and dearest. Take everything absolutely literally. Well, how <laughs> how else could she take it? How you are they keep supposed referring to, know? to the video podcast? She thinks, oh, I can see them doing well, their show. Okay. That's how like every they... single time. It's my call to Josh's response of there is no video podcast. There's how, how are they how it's are they supposed response. to know? How are they supposed to know? It's got centuries of tradition. What's real that's coming out of your mouth? When oh, it's you know, Tony on the, Abbott. On the one hand, on the one hand. You're pro the anti-siphoning laws. On the other hand, you say there is a video podcast. People aren't supposed to know. <laughs> Actually, let me bring those two things together. Please do, Nelly Thomas. Because this could go well off the, off the rails this if you're not this careful. This is payoff for those who are regular listeners to box cutters. They understand there's a joke. But we don't want to punish and new listeners, Brett. Yeah, but the more the merrier. But, but, Brett, what Nelly's doing here is pay out for you. Yeah, no, hey, I'm not. Hey, oh, hey, God. You're paying him out. All right. Oh, I want to say oh. this uninterrupted. Okay. All right. Shh. This next bit, I'm going to bring them both together. Brett, your t shirt, the blog, the comments board, last week's show. I think for anyone who's on the comments board will know it's gone mental about it, the anti siphoning laws. Sorry, I interrupted. And the, um, whether or not sports should be free to air. And. What we're going to do is, because it's been a fascinating discussion and I'm sure Brett's got some views and I'll throw over to you in a sec, but what we're going to do is we've got a special guest lined up but he couldn't actually make it in tonight. So within the next, hmm, let's call it four to six weeks. I was going to say within the next weeks. 
We'll try. We'll try before to get him in as soon as possible. We'll certainly get him in before <laughs> the end of the year. Um, but we'll get him to come. We, we genuinely, I mean, we're kind of being funny about it now, but we genuinely, I found it fascinating, the discussion, as I'm sure you guys did. I, I found it curious. All those anti-anti-siphons uh, decided that, that my revelation of Muslims coming to me as, as it happened over the microphone uh, was, was their one contention. Nobody's actually come up with, with any Brand. really good reason why it should be locked away from, from anybody not paying. But um, there is a post. Did, did, you read, uh, did you read any of the posts? Did is, you just read the bits that, that you thought were going to make your argument a little bit stronger? Sorry? <laughs> what? See, what I was trying to do there at the beginning is just really diplomatically say, we're going to get someone else in to talk about it and we really get into it properly. We actually will get into it properly, but let's not get into it now. Yeah, anyway, but, then, I, but then you let Brett talk. Anyway, well, I didn't I, know what he was going to anyway, say. Anyway, we never did, do. <laughs> I did have a, uh, I, I do have a blog post for you to go, and I did have it last night, but I ran out of internet connection. Um, but that will be up uh, this evening. So uh, let's see your comments there, because I actually want legitimate reasons for the people that think that. I gave you that, legitimate reasons that, that major cultural sports liver? events uh, shouldn't be free. I think that there were actually a couple of posts that did. And I'm actually with you on this one, but I think there are actually a couple of posts that did, in fact, give legitimate reasons. I think you need to I'll, go back I'll and have a look them at them before I put it up. because there are a couple that gave very um, detailed analyses and reasons about why they think you and I are wrong. And I reckon it's it's actually a much deeper discussion. It's not even just about. Um, the anti-siphoning laws to, to me. It's actually cultural identity stuff and it's mm. fascinating. Mm. Mm. So we're going to get into it properly, but we're not going to get into it now because we're not ready. And we I wasn't ready last week. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, but what I like about that, Brett, is that you were willing to, to back an argument without being ready to back the argument. Mm-hmm. And that shows commitment to something. But that's why I blurted out Muslims. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Later Let's on in the put show, put some parentheses around it. Later, oh, see now, look what's happening. Later on in the show, we're going to uh, talk about the uh, election debate. Yes, or the leaders' debate. I'm going to talk about the punctuation. Nelly's going to mm. talk about the debate itself. Mm. Brett's going to talk about Muslims. And <laughs> by uh, the way, our special guest who's going to come in and talk about anti-siphoning and sport is also Muslim. Just uh, hey, oh, it brings everything together. Brings everything together. You can tell us whether or not, not they're allowed in pubs. Not just a pretty face over here. But right? not just that; he's a celebrated Muslim. Indeed. Yes. Oh, he okay. can marry people. No, <laughs> that's consecrated. <laughs> All right, come on. Uh, we're also going to talk about the MasterChef finale. In, are we? Uh, no. We sure are. Oh, are we? Absolutely. Okay. And some political advertising as well. Uh, tiny crap TV, one thing, some pork, uh, some other stuff. Usually stuff after pork, mm. after the uh, end credits. There's a little secret bit. I don't know if you've ever listened to that. Mm. It's hilarious. It's not. But just stick around because it's, you know. Have you got something prepared this way? No, I really, really don't. And that's where the magic happens. Let's kick things off with the Box Cutters News. In news that really shouldn't probably be news, uh, ABC announced 
on Monday that their ABC iView service is going to be available on Sony Bravia TVs through the Sony Bravia IPTV service, which means you're going to be able to watch the ABC on your TV. I'm not sure Sony Bravia are providing the IPTV service, are they? Uh, Surely that's with the ISP, whoever anybody is with. No, this uh, this is a like, Sony Bravia-specific IPTV service. So in the same way that Xbox have their Xbox Live TV service, uh, and the same way that which is which you'll be able to watch Foxtel through, we mentioned quite a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, and Sony PlayStation have their PlayStation TV service, whatever you that's called. You just made that name up. I did. I totally made that name up. But they have they have their own IPTV service as well. Sony Bravia Televisions also have their IPTV service, which and and wait for it, is uh, is accessed through the. Xros Media Bar, or it's Xros, or Cross, but with an X at the Media Bar. So it's R O S S. X R O S S. Really? So what is that? Like, what it's can you get from this that you can't get now? Uh, from the well, if you've got the internet at home, mm. uh, you can get iView. You can get iView. Mm. But you on can your get computer. you can get or on your computer through your magic box, mm-hmm. your PVR, your PVR, mm. uh, or on your TV if your TV is hooked up to your computer, or on your Windows Media Center, or on your Apple TV. I'm assuming. So, so all of that, all of that, a- and yet the ABC have seen fit to put out a media release promoting. Did they actually put out a media Sony. release? Yeah, they put out a media release. So they actually think it's news. They think it's news. They think, they it's, think it's news and they are promoting a, a commercial. Did anyone report on it? We did just now. Yeah, other than us. Uh, not that I saw, uh, but I didn't really look at the. Uh, let's let's, so, under, let's go into another news item. And have, uh, have Sony created a walled garden with their their server and c- providing this IPTV content? I don't know. Is it like AOL? Are <laughs> we going to be swimming on in in Sony Sony uh, IPTV Blu-ray discs that is just Sony... get mailed <laughs> infinitum and infinitum? Is Sony is Sony the new AOL? They may be. Uh, is, I think they're the new. Compu they may serve. have been for some time. They're the new CompuServe. Definitely. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's a if it's a walled garden or if their televisions are just entirely internet enabled. I can't see that. Uh, you know, I, I would believe both situations, knowing oh, knowing Sony and that knowing their history. That creeps me out even more than Sony has been in recent years. Like, I, I, I dig their, their, their hardware. I think that it was a terrible, terrible mistake for them to ever get into to content because it's meant that they've essentially taken a sledgehammer to the way that they enforce anti-piracy uh, uh, steps. Um but yeah, just the the, the concept, the, even the thoughts of of Sony are going to be uh, giving a yay or nay to content that they will deign let me watch. It's a little bit like with the iTunes Store and and Ali being able to to uh, install apps on my iPhone that uh, have been given the go aheads by Steve Jobs. Uh, yeah, it's 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 similar, uh, and that really pisses me off. Uh, the I've answer to, to 
the answer to your question, Nelly, is yes. Uh, Gizmodo. <laughs> uh, Gizmodo, which is a, a reputable mm. uh, website. They reported on it. Uh, and we did. But they are dedicated to these things. They, they are dedicated. Like no mainstream media has, you know, suddenly jumped on this uh, particular media release. So the no. i7 won't be available as yet on IPTV through the Sony Bravia. Channel 10's online uh, viewing options aren't available there. SBS. I don't know. It's not a Catch Sony. TV, it's not a Sony, Sony media release. Yeah. It's an ABC media release. Uh, I don't think the ABC are going to list all the other channels that you can also watch through a Sony Bravia TV. I'm not sure I, why I they see... re- release a release. Uh, citing Sony. And I, I don't see how this is a selling point for, for anything. And I think we've talked about it too much. All right. Nelly? All right. So in other news, um, Jason Acker, Ackermanis. I love, how he's, I love how his nickname is really just part of his name. Acker. Like mm. the... Jaso. Jaso. It's, it's not even Jacker. Like they, they haven't. Oh, that'd be good though. Right? Jacker, Jacker, Jacker would be great. I've started to call Julia Isn't... Gillard. Um... Juliard. Tell me you no, have I've forgotten. <laughs> I had a special nickname for that's her what and Rod I've forgotten. Been doing. I've just gone blank. Prime Minister? <laughs> no. I started calling her Prime Minister. Red? It's weird. Oh, I've forgotten. That's With ridiculous. capital P and M? Anyway, Jason Ackermanis. A huge disappointment to us all. Jacker. Yeah, has See, I, been. I think that I think the nickname Acker is just people lose interest halfway through his name. Ackermanis, that's yeah. racist, Brett. Acker, uh, uh, <laughs> can't be stuffed talking about so, this anymore. So your so your uh, so so your your article here, yes, is so about Acker getting squeezed. Did anyone do Acker getting squeezed out of the AFL? Did anyone Google that? No, that's, no. That's did, just repulsive. Why it, would anybody put that headline? Why would anyone, any sub <laughs> Did anyone as, use that as a headline? Being squeezed. Acker. An acker getting squeezed. Oh, you miss, I don't AFL. get it. You miss the Melbourne truth, don't you? I really do. Especially heart pump. Is acker a word for poo? No. no acne. An acker. Oh, pimples. Yeah. Oh, okay. mm. An acker getting squeezed I only just realised after listening to last week that <laughs> Deli Baker was a funny name. I've known Deli Baker for 10 years. I didn't realise until you started laughing about bread and produce <laughs> that <laughs> Deli had a funny name. So, yeah. Um, Jason Ackermanis has been sacked. From the Western Bulldogs, which in and of itself is not a television story, except that it is related to his media commitments. So the official reason given by the Bulldogs is that he has betrayed confidences um, in his media commitments, including his role on the footy show. And I think it's an interesting kind of thing because on the one hand, as viewers, um, presumably watching him on the footy show or listening to him in his various other media commitments, that we like the insider information. But on the other hand, it creates a conflict of interest. Well, and this is this this is a really interesting thing as far as uh, sports shows in particular mm. go, uh, and reminds me a little bit about uh, of uh, when a news show interviews a journalist. Oh, that's already... I hate that. So in. So a journalist interviewing a journalist. A journalist interviewing yeah. a journalist. Yeah. Like around uh, Black Saturday fires. No, it, Black Saturday fires. It kind of makes sense. They're they're, they're live crosses, but this is uh, this this is more. The journalist uh, becomes the protagonist. SBS mm. SBS will spend fifteen minutes interviewing a journalist rather than showing footage of the journalist's interview yes. with their yeah. subject, like in a war zone, for example. Uh, it's 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 different. Black Black Saturday 
it was on the spot reporting. But this you know is where they really do it? Entertainment news. So a Richard Wilkins will interview a entertainment journalist in the States about an issue as though that journalist is Lindsay Lohan. So like, he's done so for DD. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it drives me mad. Yeah, well, as, as Richard if, Wilkins is a good start to do that. Sure, yeah. sure. So, uh, so Jason Ackermanis' yeah. role in these uh, in these items is is kind of the same. It's the same thing. It's an it's an insider's mm. view, but no one's expecting anything other than the the team line. Mm. Although they obviously are, because he has a reputation for being a bit of a loose cannon, and well, he was fired from how, the Brisbane uh, Lions for the same reason. How much was he was he exposing the secrets of the team? On well, the this footy is show? the point of um, contention, isn't it? Because he says he wasn't, and they say they have repeatedly warned him and given examples of instances well, where he's a, betrayed confidence. As a regular viewer, how, like, did you get serious insight into the Bulldogs' strategies? I don't watch the footy show. On, if I watch the footy, the footy show, show, I would anybody, actually anybody bleed that from the eyeballs. The, that, that, send, your, send your emails. Um, was, he was a, a semi-regular pl- a panellist on the footy show? Yes. Because he, he, as, as far as I was aware, after he hadn't spoken to anybody outside of MTR, and uh, the interview he did on that on the morning that he got sacked, or the morning after he got sacked. Um, MTR, there commercial was, radio. There yep. was Melbourne Talk Radio, which is half Sydney content. Um, there was a point made that he was being paid for an mm. interview about it on the footy show that night. Mm. Mm. I think um, he's... Was that, a, was that a big check? Yes, deal? I didn't actually see it, though. But but you're aware that, that, that he was being paid a lot Higher it was talked than... about a lot on radio that day, yeah, that he was being paid substantial amounts. Um, but I think that their their point from the club's point of view, from what I can glean from the media, is that they need to be able to say things in confidence, you know, whether it's team strategy or problems they're having or whatever, and that having, if you like, an embedded media figure like a Jason Ackermanis um, doesn't allow for that. Because they can't say things around him if it's suddenly going to be discussed on the footy show. So the footy show destroyed his career. Well, no, he'll have a long and fruitful career, like most oh, on, irritating on the, sportsmen. Think he'll on, the, on. <laughs> on the footy show, he'll on have the footy a long show, career. Absolutely, well, on he the won't footy show. have the secrets to spill anymore. It doesn't matter. He's acker. Yeah, they'll squeeze him out every week. I don't think, and you know, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> cry, yeah, cry me a river. Don't like want he's, that picture. he's going to get paid out his contract, and you know he he doesn't have to work again. Would be my guess financially. Like he'll oh, be all depends. right. He'll be all right. But I just think it's an interesting kind of um, tension um, in commentators where we want a commentator with inside info, but I there's don't. also concerns with it. What what I actually want is reporters to report. On I do things. too. Yeah. I don't want mm. I don't want people to be paid mm. to spill their own secrets. Absolutely. Because then all you're doing there is uh, is is you want Jared Waitley and how, or how Sam it, Lane or whatever. How is it, how is it different? Mm. How is paying Ackermanis to uh, to spill the secrets of his club any different to uh, paying? Uh, the the victim of a crime to talk mm. about their story on a current affair, or the perpetrator of a crime to talk mm. about their mm. story on current affair, or uh, it, it's it's still it's still just checkbook journalism. Even Oprah won't do that, and no. she's but not also, below her favourite things. But also, once you get into that cycle of paying sports stars for that sort of info, it, it you, you 
they they then need to come up with they may think more and more sensational mm. scoops. It's just on, grubby. On what they it's know just about, grubby. and so and so the information actually becomes mm. less reliable. Absolutely. So, quite, quite frankly, I wouldn't be sad to like you know I don't know him as a footy player because mm. I'm not a footy fan. Well, you know he's got bleached blonde hair. Yeah, and yeah, I know facial hair. You I know, know he's he a loudmouth. Like. That's you know that's yeah. the thing. Is he? Yeah. A loudmouth. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Brett. You being facetious? No, I'm serious. Oh, I, I, I don't think I've particularly Foghorn, noticed Leghorn. him being. Uh, he's uh, he'd show up to the opening of an envelope. Like, he's, yeah, he's got to comment on everything and everyone. Really? Yeah, I think he does okay. it while he's playing. Absolutely. Well, oh, it's what different. A mark. It's different. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> Just <laughs> I guess the ball and oh, it's through the big six. <laughs> now, uh, watch him do a handstand. Speaking of nothing in particular. Yeah. Uh, Channel Ten, what are they, they're adver- they're advertising what now? Well, I don't know if this is so much a news item, but I just noticed that while I was watching MasterChef, and I thought it was quite interesting that there is a new anti homophobia campaign that has started up, um, and the ad that was on during MasterChef featured some well known celebrities like Matt Preston and Sandra Sully and From Charlie 10. Pickering and seven PM project plus news plus Well having talked off air, I now realise Channel Ten sponsored it, which I had not realised yeah. at that time. And that makes sense now because they're all but, but it was like a minute long ad. And pretty amazing during the MasterChef finale. Like that if they donated it, that is a, a very generous donation because that is worth mm. a lot of money. A lot of because my first question was having worked previously in the welfare sector, how the hell did they afford this ad? Because I went and had a look um, at thisisoz.com.au, and it's actually an ad that's put up by Acon. We and don't know what the acronym is. We don't know what Acon, but it's a lesbian oh, and gay anti violence project. I love his hip hop. Is it? Uh, is it's it amazing? <laughs> is it A C O N? ACON, and it oh, says it's a, Australia's largest community-based gay and lesbian, bisexual, transgender health organisation. And they're, non-gov- they're an NGO. And I'm thinking, how the hell can you afford an ad in the middle of the MasterChef finale? But clearly Channel 10 has donated. Mm. So why has Channel 10 donated this ad, do you think? Or was it in the half hour that it ran over time? Either way, it's a generous donation. Like even if it was on in the middle of Bold and Beautiful. Like it is, they don't give that kind of time to many community projects. I, you know, kind of just thinking about it now, we're seeing those 7pm project kiddies doing a lot of CSAs. Community service announcements. Over Channel 10. But they're usually the zoo. <laughs> they usually yeah. to do well, with animals. So I think Rove was a big influence behind, you know, endangered, endangered species yeah, was, and that sort of stuff. They're um they're sort of warm and cuddly issues. Um, Not everyone is down with anti-homophobia like advertisements. The previous one with uh, with what's her face and, and Charlie Pickering, Carrie, um, big was mom. was uh, something to camera in the middle of Fed Square. Yeah, about okay. animals. Was it about animals? Oh, and there was I'm a breast sure. cancer one that Carrie Bickmore was on. I remember seeing her on that. But those but maybe, are relatively safe Maybe they're trying to get their subjects. profiles higher uh, so that and, – and maybe it's worked. Maybe that's why the 7pm project is, is uh, coming out number one on the commercials uh, in that time slot because their, their profiles – Through their association raised. with well, part community of it, service part of announcements. It, partly that, partly Charlie Pickering being on uh, your gen. 
You've lost me. Yeah, You've talking totally about your generation. Yeah, yeah, no, I've got that. Charlie Pickering's on talking bit. about your generation. I'm trying, I'm struggling to get the connection person. between well, community service when you, announcements. When you raise the profiles, when, when people are just ever-present, then, then people start to, you know, it's that familiarity. People start to, to like them, have grow grow a relationship in their head with, with the person on the screen, think, oh, they're, they're really nice. They're, they're doing these CSAs for animals and for gay people and for breast cancer. Yeah, but so, not everyone so thinks maybe, it's really nice to do CSAs nice to for gay people. That's what I'm asking. Why That particular issue is a hot-button issue for a lot of people. It's a divisive issue. So you think Channel 10 shouldn't have? Absolutely not. Oh. I'm asking why they have. Why question it? <laughs> because why I not think just it's say Bravo Channel 10? Bravo. I am saying Bravo Channel 10, but I think it's interesting really, to I, I think, wonder why. I, I, I'm not sure about Bravo Channel 10 because last week after speaking to Deli Baker yes. and uh, and talking about the uh, effectiveness of, mm. uh, of advertising, trying to convince people who aren't going to listen anyway, mm. uh, isn't that just... It isn't an ad like this just uh, people who are already ag- against homophobia mm. patting themselves on the back and people who uh, who love a bit of homophobia oh. going, ugh, what's with poofters on the TV? I think there's absolutely a bit of that. And, like, then, just, I, I and then just going, is that guy poofter? There's, that a, guy there's poofter? some hardcore homophobes who you're never going to get to. But I think where it is valuable is for like, you know, and I don't mean to – Get the violins out, on, but on like the a, feds a homophobes. like a fifteen-year-old, you know, gay guy in Shepparton who doesn't know any other gay guys and isn't sure what's what to to sit down and see that ad and see, you know, a Matt Preston or a, a whoever, like public figures, kind of going, you know, I don't care that you're gay. I think or that is actually support, very powerful. Yeah. Potentially, yeah, I don't also, think. It's, also, I think so. So it's 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 more about it's more about helping helping the gay person understand that they're not alone. Yeah, it could rather, be. As well as trying to influence behaviour of, of people that, that are a little less yeah. sensitive about it. But also I think MasterChef actually has quite a young demo. Mm. And so it, it is kind of at that at that point where it has the opportunity to to make habits at, with young people and, and kind of just rather than them growing up in, in whatever kind of belief system their community mm, is. That's not challenged, out in, yeah. Out in Deniloquin or something where everybody just goes the, the pufters, um, then then they start to think about it and, and they can make up their own minds. Well, can, mm. can I do my own little uh, community service announcement? Mm. For, if you are a, a gay 15-year-old living in Shepparton or some other... Uh, isolated community and, and, and you feel like you are alone, can I highly recommend that you download and listen to Dan Savage's Savage Love podcast? You will not feel like you're alone. He has excellent advice for uh, lots of uh, of people with all sorts of, uh, of sexual... I will do that myself. Uh, yeah, it's, heard of it's, it's fantastic. Mm. It's fantastic. And if you do feel like you're alone in whatever sexual taste you have, uh, listen to the Savage Love podcast because there really is something for everyone. And uh, all I'm going to say for the people who've already heard it, armpit and nostril. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's that's all I'm saying. And that is the Box Cutters news. I'm Andy Anderson and I'm with the Box Cutters. This is Box Cutting at its extreme, at its pinnacle. Last Sunday night on television, on every channel in the world, except Channel 10, Every channel in the world, except for Channel 10. What did Channel 10 have on? Uh, they had... Uh, Red the, carpet for MasterChef. 
They well, close. They had uh, Modern Family and something else on uh, as well. Super Sunday. Uh, everybody else had the leaders debate. They did. Now, I can I I need to say, mm. I think we may have talked about this three years ago, but leaders debate. Mm. It is a sentence because uh, debate is being used as a verb, not as a noun. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a full stop at the end of it. Mm. And if debate was being used as a noun, leaders needed to have an apostrophe. Mm. <laughs> sure. And uh, quite frankly... Why doesn't it need a full stop? Well, it does need a full stop. It does? It does. Because it's a sentence. Okay. The leaders debate. It's like Brett runs. That's a sentence. But it's the same as there should be a question mark on who wants to be a millionaire yes. and, and Australia's got talent. Yes, there should. But if I'm <laughs> supposed to vote for the Australian Press Club, also is my understanding. Neighbours? From, uh... <laughs> <laughs> or friends. Uh, good point, well made. Anyway, so that's my big... So it's not Santos v. Vinnick, that's for sure. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. That's that's what I wanted. I wanted, uh, mm. you know, like, remember that great episode of The Simpsons, really, really early Simpsons, uh, where they were advertising a boxing match and it was the bout to knock the other guy out. Do you not know that's that I don't I watch The Simpsons? I did not know that. Yeah, I haven't mentioned that, have <gasps> I? I've probably been scared. Can't stand it, won't do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, turn it off. Oh, so, off Brett. You watched the uh, you, you watched the debate last night, uh, last Sunday night. Unfortunately, I didn't. I was you out watching it? Inception. Really? Yeah, that was See, a great film. I, I thought you were like a total was political. As good as The Simpsons. <laughs> How good's The Simpsons? And, the and Simpsons is just the greatest show ever. It's you know what their skin tones. You That's know what's, what I love you know what's about amazing it. about The Simpsons? They're funny. Is that we've never had anyone on the show who doesn't like The Simpsons. No, and as soon as we we've find never... out, they're out. Well, we wouldn't even know because no. we wouldn't have them on. Well, nobody's ever admitted it. Well, that's true. That's true. Hey, we've are, got we, to... are we not clear enough about what the requirements are? I don't. I don't. We really need to vet our uh, co-hosts a little bit better. Yeah. Anyway, I want to hear what Nelly has to say about the uh, Simpsons. <sighs> oh, oh, she's back. Yeah. Um, you so, don't really want to hear what I just no, don't, I don't like it. No, I don't. I don't want to know what it's, you. You know, John doesn't like the wire. I don't like the Simpsons. There's there's balance in the world. Yeah, I think you're, you're both. It's. I, I'm a little bit freaked out by both of you now. <laughs> Anyway, eat my shots, whatever. Let's let's talk um, about let's talk about the <laughs> the debate. The debate, well, the debate, or as I like to think of it, the bout to knock the other guy out. The, well, if only it were. I mean, I know. that's the amazing thing. Did, I think did clearly they get busy flirting with each other. No, that's not at all. Oh. It's very oh. controlled. And in fact, when you see Tony v Julia, you know, on the floor, as in you know, Paul, yeah, Kiva Klein, in question time, they go for it. Like they are savage, those two, and it's but quite then as soon as they're like like at that funeral the other day, standing together, they were having quite oh, an amicable chat, and and back in the the sunrise mm. days. Well, there they, is a lot of chat that you know that they actually do quite like each other because mm. they're both sort of bulldogs. But in uh, like Akamanis was, yes. But, <laughs> but in, uh, in in Parliament, it's like Tony's always like, eh, given that one, and <laughs> oh, that was dirty. Really, did yeah. he? 
Yeah, oh, yeah totally. They, the, All the time. The two All of the time. them, they are like pit bulls with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can tell they kind of like the battle. And, and so Julie, the Julie's debate, doing that at him. And which is a rude finger gesture yeah. for those who can't see. Um, Check out the video podcast. The debate yeah, video podcast. We discussed this earlier. was absolutely nothing like that. It was very controlled. And if, if you were going to decide who won on that level, it would clearly be Julia because um, she performed a lot better in terms of delivering – uh, I guess her platform than um, than Tony did. He just seemed like a fish out of water. Josh, for those of you who don't know, he's got freckle all over his teeth. Um, yes, hence the little chuckle. But uh, what I found I'm interesting... such a child. I had a problem speaking of children with my magic box and uh, I couldn't uh, get the ABC debate working and you don't need to know why, but let's just say I had to switch channels. And so I was flicking through and I came across Channel 7. And Channel 7, not only did they have the debate, they actually had a gender split worm. So did Channel 9. And they you had a worm but that? not a gender split. They had a gender split worm. Did they? Yeah. Interesting. Well, Pink, pink for ladies, blue for boys. Needless to say, I did not go back to the ABC because I found the gender split uh, worm on Channel 7 fascinating. Well, see, I was flicking. That was the winner. I was flicking constantly. I couldn't stay on Channel 9 because Channel 9's sound was appalling. Oh, was it? See, Channel 7 was fine. It was exactly Channel like 7 ABC but with the worm. Yeah. Channel 9's sound was absolutely appalling. It really... Because I, I, Laurie Oaks kept on talking all, all the way over Julia. Oh, I, I wish. <laughs> the uh, No, it, it sounded like, and I, I said this on Twitter last night, it sounded like it was being filtered through an aircraft hangar with aircraft that were engaged, uh, and then sold on the street in a bootleg cassette and then piped through Channel 9. Was it so a it's, it's like, debate? It, was, it, it, it really just sounded like this. Really? It was horrible. Well, that's... It, was, that's... I just, it made no sense at all, and I couldn't work out why they couldn't make their sound exactly like work. everybody else's. So that's not how I would, would, would make the sound of what you just described. What you just described sounded like their, their local mics were out, and so they were having to shotgun mic them. Why wouldn't they have everything going through the same desk? Who knows? Who knows? you can't trust the other channel, can you? It was... It, that that was really uh, that was really bad on Channel Nine's part, but also their worm wasn't anywhere near as detailed as Channel Seven's were. Mm. Another really interesting thing about the the two different worms was that Channel Nine's worm, while also having a male female split, uh, did not agree with Channel Seven's male no, female split. No, and in fact, the commentary is quite divided. Um, over who won. And it's kind of, I mean, the, the consensus is there was no what they call knockout blow. Like there was no kind of, no one really fucked it up. No, and one, no really one really said really, anything. really did well. So, but isn't it quite, I'll just make this one point, isn't it quite interesting, I think, that in one sense you've got these two people on television who should be, for the first time, radically different. Like you've got a single atheist woman and a, you know, family well, she's not, she's not single. Unmarried. She's in a committed relationship. Yeah, sure. Unmarried, atheist woman. Banner, barren. Um, who chose not to have children and, you know, Captain Catholic uh, yep. on the other side. But they who said the same misses. things. I know. And so you had this opportunity. I mean, let's not get into, you know, who should win the election. But, I mean, as a TV event, there was an opportunity for it to be quite interesting to have two quite different points of view and yet they both ran to the middle. Well, isn't, that, yet, isn't that because they've all got the same pollsters that are running their campaigns, both of them? 
Well, probably. Yeah. They but both, what, disappointing. They both, they both have Marley Maitland. Because I get Marley Maitland. Because oh, she was great. What a great pollster she was. And the question, I mean, Chris Yorman's questions were quite interesting, but the other questions, I can't even remember them. Lara Bingle's question. Yeah. And <laughs> it was just like, ah. Oh. It was my, fa- my favourite part of the debate, and I, I was on Twitter during the whole debate. Of course. And Did anyone tweet anything good? Yeah, heaps of people. Really? So, Courtney Hocking was on fire. Oh, Courtney, so, great. So the ABC, given they they didn't have to take up screen space with the worm, they didn't have the uh, the rolling Twitter feed no, like but they channel, do on Q&A? Channel 9 had Twitter, uh, had, had Twitter comments going on as well, but cha- someone at Channel 9 was doing celebrity Twitter comments. So they oh. had Corinne Grant and Limo, uh, and they were just picking up their Twitter comments, which was just weird. So just the joke ones. Were they any good? Yeah. Not particularly. Mm. Not particularly. That's but I, Grant. I asked Corinne. Hey, friend Grant. of Box Cutters. She is. Uh, I asked Corinne if... Uh, she's out of practice, though. I asked Corinne if her management had uh, had teed that up and if she was getting some money for it. She didn't reply. Uh, but the, uh, the... Free commentary. I know. Mm. I know. She should totally charge for that. Raising her profile again. She hopes to be the next big thing. The, um, the, 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 thing, the thing about the debate, uh, the, the way it was, it was telecast was that they couldn't make it interesting in any way. Well, there was no right or reply for a start. There was only one moment where Tony couldn't help burst out of his jocks and uh, actually break the kind of confines of the rules. And Julia responded in kind. And I thought, oh, this we might be on. I can't even remember what the issue was about, but they Tony corrected something she'd said and she corrected back. But other than that, they had, were so clearly on... Metal chokers, <laughs> like the boat, you could see themselves like trying to restrain themselves from, you know, answering accusations and cre- they just like stuck to message. And basically, um, Tony Abbott couldn't have made it any clearer that he was in a committed heterosexual monogamous marriage with three children. Well, he he started he started with he uh, started with it. The the thing that annoys annoyed me about it was. At the end of the first hour, they were starting to let their guard down. Mm. Unfortunately, how many hours was it? One. They That's, just by the end of it, they relaxed. But but unfortunately, there was only one hour. Mm. Well, maybe they relaxed because there was less and less ahead of them. They had to absolutely step delicately. Oh, through. and the relief and the, less less time to fuck up in. Yeah, and yeah. the problem was that uh, they had to stop in time for MasterChef. And. And Which would have come on late anyway, wouldn't it? No, it wouldn't have because Channel Ten weren't showing the debate. <laughs> they didn't care. No, no, but but like stuff runs late straight after the news. Yeah, but no matter Master what Chef, channel it is, Master Chef started on like, time. Home and Away runs fifteen minutes over. Master Chef started the frack out on, on time. time. Did we do we have any ratings yes, for we, the debate? Yes, we do. Okay. Right, I had a question. Mm. Who who was controlling the worms? Was it was it people in the room there? In or Channel did they Seven, have focus groups I didn't watch Channel Nine, but somewhere? they're saying they had a uh, sample audience of uh, you know a representative so a group of a couple entails, hundred people. Like the the ratings are what the Nelly doesn't know about the chicken. Brett, is it, so just she doesn't like Simpsons. She doesn't like listening to box cutters. The <laughs> I think we need to have a serious conversation. Chicken and trials. So, so that's, that's so how Nelly, they figure out the ratings. Nelly's answered your question, but you kept talking. 
blah, blah, blah. So, so I don't a, know. Representative no, you, said, you said a couple of hundred people, though. I think so. In For Channel 7, together? I think they had – my understanding is, and, you know, I can't speak with great authority, but from what I gather, they had a couple of hundred people in a room literally pressing. If they like something, they go, yay, yay. If they don't like it, they go, boo, right. boo. So not a knob. Which oh, I, I don't know if it's a yeah, knob no, it was, or a button. It was, it was, probably, it was probably a knob because they traditionally have, have been knobs. Yeah. That <laughs> Channel 9, that room. Channel 9 <laughs> I imagine you were using the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire hot seat uh, set or with the audience uh, seats and, and scorers there. Or Cluedo. Yes. But or I tell you Cl- what was that, really interesting. I think actually what Channel 9 had was just Ray Martin with one hand on each – uh, on each knob. On each and dial. That's, and that's all they, Did he play the lady as well? Because as soon as Tony Abbott had come on, the red line, which was the women, would just plunge. Like, And as soon as Julia came on, the men's was line on seven would on plunge. Nine? On was seven. On, yeah. So so what, what uh, Channel 7 did was get uh, the most biased and sexist people they possibly could. <laughs> uh, what I did like about uh, Channel 7s, though, is that they had uh, a line that was both men yes, and women. Yes, they had a median... Line, uh, whereas Channel Nine did not, right? Uh, and okay. Channel 7's graphics were were better, oh, it and was, uh, it was really compelling. So you wanted it was to know really compelling. Who would have thought Channel Nine wouldn't be able to do a big news topic like that? You wanted mm. to know numbers? Yeah. So were people watching? Uh, in uh, the five city metropolitan, uh, sixty minutes. Channel Nine's. Uh, Great debate mm-hmm. was the highest rating. Great, great debate of them all. Oh, because it had the sixty minutes special. Because it had the sixty minutes special yeah. as uh, as part of it. Mm. Uh, on the east coast as a whole, uh, that came in fifth. It's on the east coast of Australia. Wow! After what? Uh, so fifth of the night after MasterChef. Oh, Master okay. Chef it was a night. And undercover. So, yeah. Fifth. I thought you meant in that time slot. No, in that time slot, it came first. Okay. Uh, but in the five city metropolitan, uh, people 25 to 54, modern family and rules of engagement beat the great debate. Wow. Uh, rules Although of you engagement. can't blame people, really. I mean, part of me goes, you despair at the lack of engagement in the political process, and then you go, but it was shit. Like, you don't it actually learn anything. Early. So. In uh, in oh, Melbourne, Sunday. in Melbourne, Modern Family uh, beat the debate. Just mm-hmm. uh, in uh, in Brisbane, uh, the debate was way way down. Way down. It was the, it was ninth of the night. That's because K Rudd was out. Did you see um, the political advertising during it, or have you seen the ads for Labor and Liberal? What what I like about the Liberal Party's ad mm. is that it starts off with that song "Stand Up for Australia," uh, which uh, reminds me so much of the opening theme song to Australia. You're standing in it <laughs> that I think I'll vote for is them. It's going to be funny. It's just going to be the chunky custard vote. Ah, uh, look, it, it's so infuriating, and I found this about the debate as well. Um, the Liberal Party ad for people who haven't seen it, the gist of it is basically, "Geez, your life's hard, isn't it?" Like it's really kind of like buying, like creating and buying into some kind of sense of victimisation. How hard is our life? You think we live in a country that has one of the highest standards of living in the world. And again, following on from Deli Baker, I'll have some salami and a loaf of bread. Mm. Like psychologically, 
what damage does this do to constantly tell people they're hard done by? Like, we're doing all right. Now, I'm not saying everyone in Australia has a fantastic standard of living. But the deficit's going up $10 million a day. Don't you know? Yes. Well, that's the other other part of it. Labor can't manage the economy. I don't know about We're you, Nelly Thomas, hard. but I'm Nelly Thomas. I've had a cold. Hard. I've had a cold the last couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been easy to, to run the country. A woman can't do that. Well, they can't how quite she, say that. How but. is she going to run the country and pick up the kids? But you know oh, that's what? right. Oh, she doesn't have any. Deliberately um, barren. I think saying you know, labour God's landscape like a desert. Time out. I think saying, uh, you know, Labor can't manage the economy as much as it's a ridiculous kind of generalising statement. Well, fair enough. It's a political statement. Fine, go the ad. But doing this kind of nonsense of, oh, you can't afford groceries anymore, can you? Your life's so hard and how can you get utilities? And, you know, like, come on. Okay, cost of living's gone up. A, the government can't control it. B, we are not doing badly. Like I but just, I, I I suspect that that politicians and political parties are, are are just so used to being able to tell outright outright lies on the media without being called on it at all that what did the they Labor figure party, they can get away with it. What are the Labor Party ads like? Oh, just as boring. I mean, they don't have the same sense of victimisation. They're more that they're quite deliberately with all this moving forward, moving forward BS is all about um, positivity. So at least they're not negative in the sense that no, the liberal ads basically going your life shit. I've seen we'll I've seen one I've seen one negative Labor Party ad. Okay, I haven't. I've only seen uh, the one Labor and, Party or Union. Is it an ACTU uh, one talking about work choices last time and and whatever I seen whatever that. name it's under? Here's here's my problem with the ads Tony because bring it back. I, I kind of treat an election like I do a movie, mm. and so uh, I don't watch the ads because I don't want it. Anything to be spoiled for spoil when it her. actually happens. Mm. So, so you can stay well. completely uninformed. <laughs> so I can stay completely until uninformed until you open the little curtains on that polling booth and, and, and then somebody hands you a pencil. I pick a how to vote card at random, which is how Citizens Electoral Council gets number one. And do it. Now, so, so Josh, no, that you know, never happens. That you, never happens. You know that we don't actually vote for the people. We vote for the electoral college that then votes for the president. Oh, that please we have. don't start this shit again. Um, can sorry, I summarise? Sorry, everybody, everybody, I'm being stop, facetious. That's stop. not the Australian political system. We vote for the party. Stop, we do not vote Brett, for the Prime Minister. We are not getting Pay into this again. no attention. We're not, you, you, unless you're... I'm on strike. Unless you're I'm in Altona. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Unless you're in Altona, you're not voting for Julia Gillard. Strike. You're voting for the Brett, I'm sorry. I do not, I do not I'm vote. I'm talking for the listeners. I do not vote for a party. I vote for an individual. Individual in oh your Lord. seat. You two, please. Yes, yes. I vote for an individual yes. in my seat, yes. not a party. So you're wrong as well. Suck well, shit. I'm turning your mic for, off now. For party. <laughs> so, can I summarise, bringing you back to television? Can I summarise the Labor Party ad for you since you asked? Yes, please. The Labor Party ad is basically Julia Gillard with soothing mother voice. Telling us that we're moving forward. Everything's going to be all right. Everything they're there. is going to be okay. I know you've had a shock. Daddy's but not coming home. Daddy didn't do well and mummy had to take over. Kevin Rudd's gone out for a pack of cigarettes be okay. and he's never coming home. The, it's quite remarkable, the image makeover, particularly in the intonation. Like you look out in the Labor Party ads, they have really flattened out Julia's – I love her like broad – 
Altona Australian accent. It's flattened out. Her voice is very reassuring. There's a lot more There's makeup more on makeup. her face. Her hair's been straightened and all that. They do that with the men as well. That's fine. But I find the kind of uh, the tone of her voice very interesting. In, in those ads, just look out for that. It, but it both actually, the ads are shit, basically. Yeah, they're, they're really, they really, really are. bad. They're I think, appalling. I think one of the problems is uh, I, I heard someone say, someone in the know, say that nobody's spending any money on this election because it's pretty much a foregone conclusion. Uh, well, so there's, there's very little money being spent on it. And you can mm. see that in the ads because the ads are really, really Well, you know, shitty. they don't need to spend money because both of them just keep going, boat people, boat people, boat people, boat people. And let's not get into that. But they really are. Like in the, in the debate and in the ads, they both use the phrase boat people repeatedly. And fair dinkum. And fair, oh, really? how many times did they say fair dinkum? I that counted, freaking I thing? counted eight at least. Oh, but man. But they actually say boat people. Yeah. Really? Yep. We're going to stop the hats. boats. What? But what is is Jessica? What's her name coming into Sydney Harbour again? Oh, that don't don't get me started nah, on her. No, nah. I was going to say Jessica Malboy, but that's what's her name? The pink Jessica, lady. the fifteen-year-old sailor. Who cares? She, she didn't break. She came records. on a boat. It was probably illegal. That's she the didn't end of that. even technically go around the world. She didn't spend enough time up in the northern hemisphere. Should we move on to the Master Chef finale? Yeah, Brett, can you play a thing and then we'll go on to the other thing? Okay. Hi, this is Lawrence Mooney. I've been on the telly, and if you're into televisual delights, then there's only one show you need to be listening to, and that's Box Cutters. Get your ears into it. Lawrence Mooney was in uh, a few weeks ago. It was great. Lawrence Remember? Mooney is a very funny man. Have you seen we his new we ad? We didn't even mention the ad. Have you seen <gasps> his ad? You know what? I saw the ad like two hours after he left the... Uh, With Jodie J. I think Hill. I did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it is Jodie J. Hill. It is Jodie J. Hill, yeah. He loves toilet paper too much, he, that man. He loves ass. Yeah. He totally loves talking about ass. He probably loves ass itself, but he totally loves talking about ass. Yeah. He really does. Yeah, loves loves rubbing toilet paper on his face. He's perfect for a toilet paper ad. Yeah, really, really is. Uh, speaking of toilet paper, mm-hmm. MasterChef finale on mm. on Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, it rated its ass off. It, what were the ratings? I've waited just just so I could have record. some excitement. It was it was a record of some sort. Uh, was it record for a MasterChef finale, or it was a record for? It was pretty much a record for Australia. I think it was second only to uh, the only thing I did here was Olympics? second to the NRL something. Was the NRL some big sporting event anyway, or a rugby league World Cup or something? Well, neither AFL or NRL would have enough nationally because well, they that's don't what dominate it said. the entire country. That's what it's Olympics. No, it wasn't ceremony. Olympics. It was something I didn't know. I'm sure it was a rugby World Cup. Uh, here I go. Because it's uh, something that I wouldn't watch. From Mumbrella. Yeah. According to Metro Ratings from Oztam, Sunday night's winner announcement, which saw Adam defeat Callum, yada, 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 attracted an average of 3.962 million viewers and a peak of 4.3. Four eight million three point nine six two average fucking yes hell. so about a what a fifth of the population uh, yeah factoring in regional viewing the peak vi- figure rose to more than five point seven hot dog quarter yeah wow uh, well I was certainly one of those viewers so here's here's an update so uh, with regional with regional markets taken into account. Uh, the winner announcement, which started at nine oh five, so they actually had two different shows technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Uh, it did go on. It really did go on. <laughs> the winner announcement was uh, had an average of 5.2 million viewers and a peak of 5.74. To see little Callum lose. Yeah. Love Poor Nickney. Poor Nickney. Can I, can I ask? <laughs> did, we, did we hear? I've only just got that. What neck me is neck acne. It's neck acne. Oh, poor little Callum. The, the thing is, the thing is, you've He's got to, twenty. I don't remember names of people on television. You I don't, neck me. I don't want to remember names, <laughs> so I have, I have nicknames for them. I have oh. nicknames for for them all, like. Uh, Adele, who uh, you mentioned to me in a in, in a text last night, she was annoying glasses lady. To when you say I mentioned in a text, I text. I sent one text because I don't tweet. I text one thing mm. to Josh through the MasterChef finale, which was "fuck off, Adele." That was my entire contribution. She's an annoying glasses lady. She really is quite annoying. She's probably a lovely woman. Was she the old one that mm, cried all the time? Yeah, and just yeah, yeah she was yeah. annoying. Yep. Uh, um, the, the the Greek the Greek lady with with the family who thought she was going to go really really far. Oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. She was. You're not Julie. <laughs> you see, so so everyone has their own, and, that makes and sense. just it just so happens that you know, and you just pick something. It doesn't. It's not derogatory Neck necessarily. Neckney. See, no, I ad- call Callum Ratatouille because he was a dishwasher. Yeah. See, and I his like dishwasher that. come good. I like, and he yeah. looked, and he looks like the yeah, kid he's from Ratatouille. Ratatouille in my house. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, let's let's follow it chronologically with this question. How was there was there any kind of controversy about the result being leaked? Oh, in, now, was it leaked? No, Brett, Brett tweeted it? on Friday night. Friday that night, you knew who the winner was, the but winner they was. didn't record it till Saturday. How did you did know? They know? So Brett, no. Brett, really? can you say can you say how you knew without actually naming names, obviously, and getting anyone sacked? How, mm. how did you know? Like, did someone who worked on MasterChef tell you? Or did someone who knows someone who worked on MasterChef tell you? Because come Friday night, someone could have easily just flipped a coin and said, I'm going to tell people I know who it is. Um, no, it was somebody who had spoken to somebody from the production and it, it wasn't directly connected to the production, but it was one of those ancillary areas. And was this reported? You know, every, everybody that comes off might release something... But, but they didn't. But the winner, the winner is going to be locked in with uh, it's part of the prize. So, yes. What? What? What do you mean? Well, no, I don't get that. Does, no. Doesn't the winner get to, to release a cookbook coming yeah. out of Christmas? Yeah. So that's that's published by by the, the by, yeah. production company. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't be able to go with anybody else. You're talking in riddles. What, well, do, you, what yeah, do you mean? I'm, I'm trying not to. You're trying not to no, but, confidence. So, so you're saying that you knew because someone uh, connected there to someone the publishing. There have been conversations about you can talk to this person, but not that person. You can talk to you, you can, can talk, talk to this to Adam, person, but not Callum. Is no. that no? So who can talk can, to who? You can talk to the non-winner, but not the winner. Oh, you can talk to Callum because he lost. You yeah. can't talk to Adam; he's the winner. Mm. Oh, so another mm. another publishing company was told that they could speak to Callum because he was not the winner. Yeah. I really hope that's not too much that gets anybody in trouble. Wow. Well, I, I don't think, uh, you know, I, we haven't said, we haven't said the, the, the names of anything. But I wonder but if that, that was a guess because I'm, I'm 99% sure that they did not record the MasterChef finale for this very reason until Saturday. It was put to me 100% and it mm. was right. Wow. Interesting. 
Wonder if it was. Maybe they recorded some of it before because he Adam was clearly in the lead very early on. Yeah. So maybe they recorded some of it and didn't record the announcement until Saturday, but that it was would be obvious that he was heading toward winning. Who knows? We're guessing. We're guessing. It was, it was said unequivocally. 100%. Yep. But it was leaked to you. Was it leaked to the media? Mm, I, I, saw no, I, I saw it nowhere else I other than have. your tweet. Oh, did you tweet it? No, I said, I know. You know who's going to win. Yeah. And did you watch the finale? I watched it. I came in while they were hope, like doing the chicken ball-y thing oh, in the plastic yeah. bag. Yeah, Callum did that. Um, yeah. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you like it? I thought it was. I thought it was a great finale. I thought mm. it was fun. I thought it was exciting. One Isn't the, it a great show? I mean, one seriously, of the, it's a great show. One right. of the things for, for me with uh, with the yeah. finale was I didn't care. Who won? I liked yeah, them both. I, I thought did too. I, liked I was them both. I was quite happy for for mm. both of them to win. I thought uh, they they were both likable during the entire show. Uh, neither of them were were arrogant, and they both mm. worked very very hard. So they I was did. happy for. And they can both cook. Yeah, and they can both. And cook. was it wasn't it sweet? Because I have got a soft spot for Callum because I'm sick. You know, I do a lot of work with teenagers, and I'm sick and tired of people banging on about how shit Generation Y are. Then you go look at Callum. This is a great guy. He's dedicated. Hard- he's committed. Hard working. Blah blah. But I did love when Adam was saying – it did make me tear up a little bit when Adam said, I haven't won many things. Like yeah. I just thought that was really – he didn't yeah, do it in a real wanky way. I know. But it was I, just sweet. But I thought, oh, yeah, it's really hard for you being a lawyer in Japan, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Josh. Isn't it, Adam? Yeah, You're too cynical. Yeah. I thought that was sweet. The, uh, the, the thing – one of the things I really liked about Callum – and I completely forgot mm. that he had no father, that his father mm. died. Mm. Because everybody else in the competition took every advantage they, they ever had to talk about the hardships they had yeah. in, in their lives. Yeah, and he never did. And he never mm. brought it up right until the, he brought it up at the very beginning, mm. brought it up at the very end. Mm. And uh, and I just thought that was mm. – that showed did such Did you know a, Adam's a, sister died last year? No, I did not yeah, know Yeah, see, same thing. Right. He doesn't – it was reported in Women's Day or one of those magazines, but he never raised that either. Last year, uh, mother of two or three kids, I think, his his sister. And, and it would have been so easy for him to, to, do to, that. to say, I really want to do this for my sister. Yeah. But he didn't do that. No. He, they both they focused on their – They both had a lot of integrity. Their, Maybe they'd both seen friends. Johnny Fairplay and seen how – how that goes. People may just not believe it. But they were really – and it's, again, even though I'm, I know I'm gushing about MasterChef, but I really do think it's an indication as, as well of why it's such a great show because it's just so – it's just so positive, and you see nice people. Even when, even like when they completely nice stuff things. up, even yeah. you know when they burn the toast or something, yeah. they always try to find a nice thing to say about it. Which mm. is not to say that you should only ever say nice and things about critical. people. They are critical. They're just not assholes about it. Yes. And no? I thought can I the, ask why? Hang on, hang on. Can I, I just want to say I, I thought that the show itself was a pretty good, uh, a pretty good piece of. Entertainment. Yeah. It went on for a little bit too, too long. Too bit long, yeah. But the fact that it was a challenge of uh, their knowledge yep. and their skill mm. kept us interested throughout the entire show. Boom, boom, shake the room. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Brett, sorry, you were going to say. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I I got distracted in my head. Um, I, I did have a question, but but like that going over all ground, like with yeah, that's the, annoying. The 
un- unlidding of the yeah. desserts mm. coming up to it and you get all the reaction shots and then they actually show the dessert and that's not mm. what it is. You go to add and you come back mm. and the freaking lid's back on they it. They do it again. That Why? is annoying. That yeah, is but annoying. That, but that's... Just building tension, that's part, that's part of the show, and we talked about last mm. year why why they do the show in that way, and people going in and out all the time. Uh, the those those are really tiny bits of a one and a half hour show uh, that mm. you that, forgive it. So so why why didn't Callum uh, use the three second rule with the margarita? Uh, Mixed thing that fell on the and floor. Picked the stuff up yeah. off the floor. I yeah. would have eaten it, but you know, I'll eat anything. So and like he was just going to scratch it up because you like, couldn't do that in a restaurant. And if the, so if what? No, in in a restaurant. In a restaurant, something fell on the floor. Yeah, that but would just as pick if you up. could, George Colombaris at all could admit that you could do that oh, in a yeah. fine dining well, restaurant. And that's and that's the thing. Yeah. They can't. They of can't admit they it. Can't. But they do it all the time. Pick Can stuff I up off the floor. Sometimes that's how they get the face. Li- the, the face, the taste. A little uh, MasterChef uh, little scoop just for us. Okay. See, now I've made it sound good and it's not very good. Um, but I have to confess, I have got the most hugest crush on Matt Preston. I have got, not, I have developed. Really I know. But it's exciting for have me. Have you started stalking? No. Okay. Do you no. want to? I totally could. If, if, he, <laughs> totally came, if he came within his gravity, do you think you'd... <gasps> Matt, can I be have your tasting plate? velocity play? to be able to get away. Yes, I, could, I could yell that out to Matt I'm, Preston. I'm just thinking that because I, I may be able to arrange something. Oh, God, if he came and, in, I'd, and, I'd be know, all jelly. I would. Well, maybe I'll have to work for the other week. It'll depend on when he's in the office. Bullshit. If Matt Preston's in this studio, I am coming into this studio. I want to see Nelly or Wobbly. But he's Maybe interesting... I'll bring some cream, turn her into a flan. But isn't that an interesting phenomenon? Because he has become a little bit of a sex symbol. Has and he? that's he's sexy ugly. Like, he shouldn't be a sex symbol, but there is something really super hot about him. You two look at me like you are on crack. Well, for, no, for me, it's I'm the, not alone with he this. He didn't seem to be taking that much of a central position in the finale last night, from what I saw. Oh, he doesn't like was, need to, It was, all, it was oh. all the other two shouting at everybody about, this is your last 60 minutes in the Master Chef well, kitchen, take a moment. That's because they're the cooks. Matt just comes in for the, he's, for the he's commentary just, and, and, you know, titillation. He just he just comes in to do a little bit of that. He, he has his tasting mouth. <gasps> so Did I, you see him last week talk about how this particular orange blossom cream smells like the, the nape on a girl's neck? Yes. Oh, my Lord. I'm okay. blushing just thinking about it. Can we go to the next segment now? Because <laughs> <laughs> Nelly's making me a little bit... A little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> What's his tasting mouth? A L- little bit uncomfortable. Cut! That's the worst coma acting I've ever seen. Is it my imagination or is TV getting worse? Ah, uh, this show ain't no good. That was so terrible, I think you gave me cancer. Oh, look out, Smithers! <laughs> I love this Box. show. So uh, on W, which is on Foxtel, which Brett hates... Uh, they they're showing episodes of Shark, mm. the James Woods uh, house, essentially James Woods lawyer, lawyer house. house. Uh, and in the ad for, I couldn't work out if this was an I don't buy it or a crap TV. I've put it into crap TV, but you know I'll be judged at the end of days when uh, uh, you know, James uh, Woods is standing there. James Woods the is standing there going, "That was an I don't buy it," and James Woods sends me to hell because that's the sort not of power sure he the has. Difference. Uh, I'll explain it to you sure. off air. Mm. You really I'll try and listen to the show sometime. Yeah, it's, it, I don't you'd listen know to it all, like that. You'd know all about the chicken. Uh, anyway, so uh, on W, they're advertising Shark, 
Uh, and they're talking about James Wood's character, the shark character, and uh, and they say he puts the ego in litigation. Litigation <laughs> doesn't have the word ego in there. I know. Legation. E- ego in litigation. It's, I, I think they don't know how to spell litigation, or they don't understand what that joke what that is. Means. Maybe maybe they just reused a, a snippet they were advertising Lord of the Rings with. He puts the ego in Legolas. <laughs> It's oh, it, it's terrible, and I don't crap TV. If you watch one thing, <laughs> yay! Nelly Thomas, if you were going to watch one thing this week, what would it be? It would be the second part of a two-part of a four-part series. What if um, I haven't seen the first part? You can go and find it. Okay. Oh, yeah. On the internet. Yeah? Uh, Called The Making of Modern Australia on ABC. ABC. It'll be on iView. If you've got your Sony Bravia, you'll be able to watch it. I've got. I was uh, sick in bed yesterday, and I had my computer in in the bed with me. It's on my magic watching, box, and I was watching iView. It was fantastic. It's on my magic box. I can put it on a thing for you. Oh, great! Uh, being the PVR, the so it's called the Making of Modern Australia. She's going to explain every single thing. Do you know why? Now. Because I realised from because my your friend, friend doesn't get jokes. I know. No, she does get <laughs> jokes. <laughs> Maybe you don't know how to tell a joke. Brett. <laughs> Because the fact that there's no video podcast is not the funniest joke going round. No, that was. I'm not trying to blow your little bubble there, but it's not actually a joke. It's I, just misinformation. I was quite, I was quite willing to uh, to, to leave it at. Uh, you've got it on your magic box, which you can put on my thing. You were still there. I was still there. You were still there. Stick. I am 100%. I was committed to marry. You're the now king of the single entendre, Fred. No, you stick. Uh, to I said. Matt Preston. Can I tell my one thing? Please, it's it's part two of the making of modern Australia on SBS. I know Nelly's magic box has got that slot. The making of modern Australia. It does. Brett Cropley. The USB stick. I can't believe you two blush at me saying I want to be Matt Preston's bloody tasting plate, and you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) my slot. I did never before. Brett, if you say wide on again, I am going to go berserk. Now you have to explain that. The Making of Modern Australia, part two of a four-part series. This one's on home ownership and the, our obsession with home ownership. Nelly, I don't think Josh is going to like it because it's narrated by his, his most Oh, don't you like William actor. McGuinness? It's no. Captain Cardboard. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. No, no, I'm not watching it. You I'm don't have to it. watch it. it. Other people I might like watch William. It. I might watch it with the sound down. Is it possible that I can tell you when it's on? Yes. Okay. Thursday, 29th of July, 2010, 8.30pm, ABC1. Thank you, because now I just won't watch it. No, you now, won't watch now it. That I was, Why don't you like William? Think he's wooden? I think he's cardboard. Oh, I love William. No. He didn't like East West 101 because of that. The first oh, series. Oh, I love mm. East West 101. The first series. Second series, excellent. Okay. Second series is excellent. First series is excellent in every bit that doesn't have William McGuinness. Yeah. I would have watched one thing this week. It would be at 9.45... On Wednesday nights on the ABC, that's ABC One. Yes, we Canberra. Just to check out what the Chaser Boys are up to these days, and mm-hmm. uh, that they uh, might go back to um, their less stunty ism 
uh, of uh, the chase's war and everything. It's interesting that you say that. And and, uh, the chaser decides in those kind of days. Because my one thing is Wednesday night at 9pm on ABC One. The Gruen Nation. I'll definitely be watching that as well. I I do think, like I've been watching a lot of Gruen Transfer, and I do think that, um, who's who's the fuddy-duddy McDonald's advertising? Russell. um, He's just... He's he's too much a villain. Well, I'm I'm oh, hoping like he's yeah. Mm. I'm he's hoping not, that he's, he's like not really bold. boring as a villain. I'm hoping that we'll be able to speak to Will Anderson next week about the Gruen Nation. So have a look at it this week, mm. and uh, if you've got any questions for Will, send them through. And if we can get him on, then we can ask him your questions. You can send your questions to hooray at boxcutters.net or using the talk to boxcutters link on the blog at boxcutters.net. Hey, um, when I cast my pod it's with the box cutters in mind box cutters pod cast done pork is on the table Ooh, is that one that, of the longest shows ever it feels like it that brings us to the end of box cutters episode 234 except for this thing what nelly has to except say now for one the item of pork yes which i had put on my fork you did you did See, you did put it on your fork i do listen back yeah hey? Um, some of you may know about. who read the comments board. Back to seventies. That advertising, right? I'm going to go quiet until you stop and listen. Oh, could you hear us? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you yeah. I could. We I've got ears. Um, <laughs> could you hear us? If we so, on the comments board, I think it was. I can't remember, but I think it was David Boxcutter. Mm-hmm. Um, had suggested that we might have a new segment. Now, I think he actually suggested this quite facetiously and in jest, but I'm going to run with it because I thought it was a great idea. Cal surprise. That we have... <laughs> that what? Cal surprise. He's also a listener. I was oh, speaking okay. French. <laughs> okay. But it's, it means what a surprise. Right. Excellent. Um, so David's suggestion was that we have a new segment related particularly to what I refer to as cropleyisms, which is basically undecipherable and quite quirky quirky things that the lovely Brett Cropley says. And he coined it, if you smoke one thing, <laughs> which quite frankly is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. And I am suggesting A lot funnier than Brett's joke. A lot funnier than Brett's <laughs> about joke. About my friend not having a sense of humour. No, yeah. no, not funnier than that yeah, one. But... I didn't find that very funny. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm suggesting that we do indeed introduce a new segment called If You Smoke One Thing. However, I think it's unfair to confine it simply so to the gonna, crazy things that Brett says. Are we going to talk says. each week about what we, what we would smoke? Can no. I go crystal meth See, this up? is an example of what could go in it. <laughs> that's, it that, that's the first one, If so You this Smoke is, One Thing. this is for the listeners to send listener. in suggestions of... If you smoke one thing, pick something that one of us has said that is during the week. particularly wacky. That is, that is just completely wacky. For example, and I think David might have given this as an example, or it's somewhere on the, um, on the comments oh. board, when Brett used the unfortunate term, which I can't repeat, W-O. You said it just you before. Said one. Did, you, I know, you but said I, don't, I felt dirty saying it, and I don't want to say it again. That would be a, if you smoke one thing. Right. Another example of an if you smoke one thing would be... Uh, saying you want to be Matt Preston's tasting plate. That could be one. That could be one. That could be one. All right, send it uh, send to us on the back of a cereal box. Hooray at boxcutters.net. <laughs> Actually, you can just do that in an email. Hooray at boxcutters.net or the Talk to Boxcutters link on the blog. Until- or can you call our line? 
Well, you can, you, can call, you can call the line, but I don't have the phone number in front of me and I right. don't remember it. Sorry. So listen back to it or look through the block, whatever. Until yeah. next week, my name is Josh Canal. I'm Nellie Thomas. I continue to be Brett Cropley. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week. Same bad time. Same and bad hey, let's channel. be careful out there. See you on the blog. <laughs> Box Cutters thanks 3RRR, whose studios we use to record this podcast pretty much each and every week. Find them on the web at rrr.org.au or 102.7 FM if you're in the Melbourne metro area. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go onto the iTunes Music Store or anywhere else you find us and leave a review. It will help other people find Box Cutters and then they can enjoy it too. Email us at hooray at boxcutters.net or via SMS on 0458 288 837. That's 0458 Cutter. You know, I'm, I'm just looking through uh, some of my tweets from the debate on Sunday night mm-hmm. and uh, and they're really situation jokes. Like, you, you really have to be there. Because look, looking at them now, I'm just going, yeah, that's not funny. Is this that you tweeted or that someone else did? No, that's that I tweeted and other people thought they were funny enough that they would retweet them. E.G.? Uh, uh, oh, here's, here's one that I actually just didn't like even five minutes after I said it. Enough about stopping boats. I'll vote for whoever stops the boasts. Hi, this is Pete Smith. You've been listening to or have just missed Box Cutters.